The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And good Friday morning. And welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJXFM, where yours truly, Neville James. It is a gorgeous day in paradise. It's Agfest weekend starting tomorrow. I know they had a, I know they had a um, event at Government House last night. Normally, the governor. Has a reception on a Thursday night, and I know that I'm sure hope that went well. You know that good stuff. Uh, we're getting my uh, my guests uh, all situated here. Uh, she's been here before, and uh, she's gonna be here uh, again. Uh, so we're good. But it's President's Day weekend. We do not have a show on Monday. I apologize, but uh, I'm sleeping late on Monday. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I love you to death, but I'm going to take the holiday too. I'm going to make it up to you on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday next week. So we got a short week next week. Okay? And so we got yesterday was crazy. Monday would be good. Would have been good for a table talk uh, because uh, the politics of yesterday on multiple fronts leading into this morning, actually, because uh, we just got news that um, Navalny, uh, in, in Russia has died in prison. So, um, and you know, he's staunch uh, opposition of uh, Putin. And uh, we have always kept an eye on a number of different... That's what makes this show different, you know. With the things we talk about here in the territory, you're not going to hear them anywhere else. They, they don't really have... They ain't as rich, you know what I'm saying, as, as how we do things. That's the domino tone we don't use. When we beat that man, I tell you, this thing too rich. We don't want none of this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so we found that out. And then, of course, the Fannie Willis thing yesterday. Uh, that was crazy. The the um, the Alvin Bragg case um, with uh, President Trump. Um, still some fallout from the special election on Tuesday night from New York 3. Yeah, a lot of things to talk about. So we'll have, a, I think we're going to do the table talk on Wednesday uh, next week. So we're looking forward to that. Okay, so if you see Ducks or Rani or Rocky between now and then and you want to, so, to, to, to let them know how you feel, just tell them about topics and uh, they'll make it available to me and we'll break that down. Anyway, before I uh, bring in uh, Ms. Goggins uh, from the Harvest Rotary Club <coughs> and the new project that they are uh, you know, unfurling, letting off... Um, you know, I was thinking back uh, to the last couple of days, um, and I'm really fortunate to be to be hosting this show because you know I, I say all the time that it's my goal for for the audience uh, to be um, more educated, and more knowledgeable at 10 a.m. than they were at eight, and the same thing applies for me. You know. It, Two things uh, occurred this week. <clears throat> you know, on on Tuesday, when Miss uh, Elaine Porsche uh, was on, uh, she said that uh, she went to 
City College uh, in New York. And I didn't know that. I knew that there were a number of institutions associated with the with the city college system and the, the CUNY system. I had no idea that that number was 25. That is, you know, how expansive that that system is, you know. So yesterday I was talking with, with uh, Uncle Titus Lenhart out of the West. And uh, yeah, he, is, he lives up in the Bronx, right? The Boogie Down, right? The Bronx. Uh, and he, uh, you know, we were talking about that, and uh, uh, oh, no, no, I'm not, not up in the Bronx. He lived up on the west side, where City College is, right? Uh, up there by Amsterdam and all. That's 138th Street. So, you know, I was just saying to myself, yo, I didn't know. I know Baruch and Medgar Evers and all these different uh, Hunt, Hunter College, all that, and the different community colleges, and of course, uh, our local uh, superstar. She's the president. She's now the interim president at York, uh, Claudia Schrader. But I didn't know the number was 25. That's number one. And then yesterday, uh, I had on the folks from the USDA Food Nutrition Services. I didn't know that their program number was 16 programs that they are stewarding. You know, so I was saying to myself, yo, you, you probably got the best gig, best, the best morning gig. Because, you know, you're learning things along the way. It ain't just about the audience. So <clears throat> I, and you know, I'm kind of nerdy, right? So, you know, I got memorize all 25 of the, of the, the, the different schools in the system and try to memorize the 16 programs as well. That's just me. How I to test my brain to see uh, how I'm aging. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this is, this is awesome. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that uh, you're along with me for the ride and doing the same thing, right? So that when, you talk with people, uh, you could say, you know, I hear this, yeah, and analyze this, and all, and this is the deal, and all that good stuff. So we good. Anyway, enough of that. Let's uh, get Miss Liz Goggins from the Harbor Side Rotary Club uh, into the mix. Uh, good morning, Miss Goggins. How are you? I am fine, thank you. How are you? Good. Happy Agfest and President's Day weekend. Thanks. You too. And all that good stuff. And you, you got upstate runnings. You got upstate roots, or uh, or downstate roots. I went to college upstate. Uh, I, let me see. I went to college upstate. I yeah. was Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie, yeah. But I grew up in New Jersey, Jersey oh, City. Oh, you grew up in Jersey City? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's not, well, that's an extension of New York City. Well, those of us who grew up in Jersey City don't like to hear that. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it, it, it is, it, yeah. Jersey City is metropolitan New York City. It is, it you is. You know, uh, uh, well, yeah, it's metropolitan. It's, it's, it, I think like I go to I go to the Meadowlands, mm -hmm. right? That's in East Rutherford, right? And it's labeled uh, it's part of the, the it's an inner ring suburb. That's the term that they use, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because the metro the New York City metropolitan area expands as far as Pennsylvania. Yes, they, they include a part of mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. So Jersey City, I'm sorry, you're right across the Hudson. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So. When I was in high school, mm -hmm. I went to high school downtown Jersey City, mm -hmm. and they had to put curtains up in our classroom because we were directly across from the World Trade Center. So you would, you would, so you would, so you wouldn't stare it at was, it? It was <laughs> because they were building it then. I'm, I'm oh, oh, really? aging myself. You well, know, it was early happening. 70s. Yeah. So, you know, watching them raise um, steel, steel beams by helicopter was way more exciting than English class. For real? Know? Yeah. They used to lift them by helicopter. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jersey City, that's St. Peter's is in Jersey City? St. Peter's College. St. Yeah. Peter's College in mm-hmm. Jersey City. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and there's one more name university, name university right around Nassim, uh, Jersey City. Um, now they call it New Jersey City State. College. Okay. Okay. It used to just be Jersey. It used to be Jersey State Teachers College. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Fairly Dickinson is where. Um, you know what? I don't remember offhand. It is in New Jersey. It's in Jersey, right? Yeah. And uh. In Princeton. Oh yeah, Princeton. Princeton. Mm-hmm. That's the heart. That's down. That's down by exit eight. Right. right? And mm-hmm. um. Yeah. No, I know Fairly Dickinson because I grew up with our. We had the lab here. Right. Yeah, over mm-hmm. over here in Christian State, we also had one. I didn't even. I, I totally forgot. We actually had the lab at Salt River, uh, as well. So now we had a, you know, a lot of Virgin Islanders who um, were part of that migration that I keep referencing mm-hmm. um, from the 1890s to the 1960s. Um, New York City and and northern New Jersey, that's where uh, uh, a lot of us uh, uh, grew up. So uh, you went to Rensselaer. Me? No, I went to Marist. Marist, Marist, okay. Mm-hmm. So, Poughkeepsie got two... two Marist and Vassar, yeah. Oh, Vassar, that's right, that's yeah. right, that's right, yeah, yeah. Wow, the town of Poughkeepsie <laughs> got two great, great university or yeah. institutes, right? Institutes, yeah. But where's Rensselaer? Uh, uh, Rensselaer is up, uh, it's right across the river from Albany. Right across the river from Albany. Yeah. So it's it's north of Poughkeepsie. North of Poughkeepsie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of our um, former um, commissioners, he graduated from Rensselaer, Har- Harold Thompson. Har- Harold went to Rensselaer Polytech. Yeah. I miss him. Yeah, that's my, yeah, we went to school together all my yeah. life yeah, yeah. in St. Dunstan, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died at a young age, uh, nine, yeah. nine, 2000. That Broke just, everybody's heart. No, just thinking about it right now, it's devastating. You know? mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so... Wow, so you went to Marius. Oh, we, we spoke about this uh, when you mm-hmm. were on last time. The polling institute, right? That's right. <laughs> Lee Miringoff. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. So when last have you been up uh, the New York side? New York, New it's Jersey. It's been a while. It's been... You, you don't miss New York and New Jersey in February with, with this type of thing that we got outside I here, right? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Isn't it gorgeous? I mean, it is. You can just look outside and see it. You and know, you can feel it. When I moved here in 1981, <clears throat> um, I came I in November to replace a teacher at All Saints. I lived on St. Thomas first. Oh, okay. So I came in November and I was going back home in June and it's now 43 late years later and I'm still here. So that says a lot about how I feel about it. How many years How many years you taught at uh, All Saints? Two. And then you came to St. Croix? Uh, no, then I went to work for Chase Bank. Okay. And down, I, down St. Thomas? Yep. Okay. Right on the waterfront. Yeah. And then I went to work for... Vitelco in '91, okay. and uh, that was just a temporary position. Mm-hmm. But and then I was hired by ATN, which was a company that owned Vitelco. That's um Cornelius Pryor and, and Neil and, and, and Neil Jeff Prasa. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I reference uh, a lawsuit that they they had uh, uh, that went as far as the the Third Circuit. Um, the Public Service Commission had filed a lawsuit against them because they had purchased. Um, Vitelco from ITT mm-hmm. in uh, 86, 87 and they wanted they wanted some some benefits and some changes and the PSC changed the law and said nah if you want to do things you got to come to us 
and they 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 uh they actually won the case uh, mm-hmm. at the district court level. The PSC appealed it, uh, and the Third Circuit uh, uh, overturned that ruling. So I, I referenced that. That's late eighties, early nineties. And then when did you make it over to Saint Croix? Uh, ninety-three. So last year was the thirty-year anniversary. Yeah. Living on the Big Island. On That's the, right. On the mainland. For someone who is not from the Virgin Islands but lived on St. Croix and St. Thomas, give them the real-time difference between St. Thomas and St. Croix. Um, St. Thomas, I, you know, comparing the two is much more transient. People don't stay there like they stay here. Mm-hmm. And I, I have my theory, which um, I've spoken to a number of people about. People who move from St. Thomas to St. Croix takes about two years and they give totally give up their allegiance to St. Thomas. Totally. Mm-hmm. People that move from St. Croix to St. Thomas never give up their allegiance to St. Croix. <laughs> That's my theory. You know, I've not done any real research on it except to talk to people. But that is my theory. And, and, and what's your take on St. John? St. St. John's kind of unique. I mean, it's it's smaller. Um, I've not been over there, and it's been much too long. But St. John, I think, has changed more than St. Thomas and St. Croix, only because, you know, you go over there and there's buildings where you never thought there would be. The prices are just here's, through the roof. Here's my theory about St. John. Mm-hmm. Even though it is... Closer to St. Thomas, it's more like St. Croix. Yeah, yeah, I would From, say so. Because it isn't as, as you say, transient, mm-hmm. right? I like that term. I'm going to start using that term, right? Mm-hmm. And it's laid back. Right. And and St. Croix is the epitome of laid back. Maybe it's because, you know, there's more land, it's more flat, right. you know, um, uh, and all that stuff. But um, uh, I, I'll take the Virgin Islands over anywhere. You know, what I'm saying I'm, I mean, of course, I'm biased, but because of the uniqueness, you know, um, with with all three islands, because we're different, you know. Right. I, I think that's what actually makes us beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and to me, that's well. I, I see, I got a text message. I wonder if one of my listeners done. Um, uh, oh, okay, no, no, no. Okay, uh, here's um, Eddie Bruce from St. John. He said, "RPI is in Troy." Right, Troy, it's in right. Troy, right? Mm-hmm. And City College on 138th Street used to be uh, uh, King's College. I know King's College is um is in uh, Kingsboro, is mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, right? It's at uh, two three two three blocks north of uh, City College is the Hamilton Grange, as Alexander Hamilton's residence, which goes down to 125th Street. So that's the West mm-hmm. Side. Uh, you did. You did any uh, hanging out? Got any family in the city? Uh, no, no family. Uh, but of course, we did hang out there a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, my father. My father worked for the Path Trains, which we used oh, to. Oh yeah. Okay. The Hudson and Hatton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so, having and they, you know, when I was young, my parents, because you know, of the trains and knowing everybody who was running the trains. Mm-hmm. I was allowed to go over into the city, like 13 years old, with friends. You know, we'd go down to the village and go shopping and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when we got older, um, 
we'd close the bars in Jersey City and then go, <laughs> and then go to Chinatown, you know. I uh, have some stories about Chinatown, oh, late night Chinatown. But yeah. Confessions, the early morning confessions. That's I, I, right. I, I love this. <laughs> One of my listeners who is from St. Croix, she <laughs> said, she's right. St. Croix always and forever. Uh, let's go. Check this out, right? Um I'm going to use this segment to, to kill something that we'll talk about the okay. harvest side if it's okay with you. We've got a couple, yeah, sure. a couple more minutes. Okay. Um, as someone who loves the New York City area, you know, and not of, you know, crazy means, you know, you got to find out which way is more economically feasible. So mm-hmm. for me, staying in northern New Jersey is more right. economically feasible, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I, I, I use my, uh, uh, my government, uh, working for the government, so we, we get the government rate at hotels, all that stuff. So I, I, I'll stay in a full-service um, Marriott at the Newark Airport, mm-hmm. right, for $125, $140 a night, plus taxes, compared to in New York City where you're paying three dollars $400 a night. That, that's the, changed that, now, though, yeah. because with the merger with a lot of hotels, with Marriott mm-hmm. and Sheraton now being one now, the price has come down, right? But So check this out. But there's something about staying in the city hearing the sirens and all that stuff, right? So I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so like, I, I'll i stay at a, uh, a Marriott. Uh, you can get the government rate um, at uh, <clears throat> uh, a Weston on Lexington or even the the, um, the Marquis, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem paying another 80 dollars $100, right? But you realize that for, to, to park your car overnight, that's another hundred dollars. Easily, ninety yeah. hundred dollars. So I would be better off, right, mm-hmm. parking at the Newark Airport, right, mm-hmm. paying twenty five or whatever the overnight is, catching a bus that's for twenty two dollars to the city, mm-hmm. right, right, stay in the city, catch a bus back that's in the morning for another twenty two, and I'm still saving money. That's right. And this, this is, and so I'm, I'm looking at that, you know, and I'm, I, and then uh, I didn't even factor in. The tolls you pay when you're coming across the city, you're paying eighteen dollars uh, just to get um, in, in the Lincoln or, or Holland Tunnel. You that's know. how much it is. That's how much it is now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, so that's like a hundred and twenty dollars to drive from New Jersey and park uh, if you're staying overnight, as opposed to seventy five dollars. I mean, that's craziness. It is. It is. It is. But it's New York City. You know what I'm saying? The New York City area. And well, I just, I just saw recently that... No, we're we're going to take a break and pick it back up when we come right back because we're going to... The conversation's real good. Be back right after this. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, a non-profit community investment checking account, a 24-hour banking cash management platform, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go. There are two locations to serve you, the Bank of St. Croix in Gallows Bay and Bank of St. Croix in Peter's Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Need details about our nonprofit community investment checking account? Our service specialists are here to help. Bank of St. Croix, member FDIC. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's on point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. 
Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Tune in to Conversations with AARP Virgin Islands. Listen and watch to get news and information on upcoming events as well as informed conversations with agencies and community organizations. On WTJX TV Channel 12, Fridays at 8.30 p.m., Sundays at 2 p.m., Saturdays streaming live on AARP Virgin Islands and WTJX's Facebook page, Tuesdays at 11. And live 11 a.m. at 93.1 WTJX FM, Conversations with AARP Virgin Islands. And we're back here uh, on LA's this. And uh, we got Miss uh, Liz Goggins here. She was saying during the break, she's giving away all her secrets. So I was saying, look, yo, confession is good for the soul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's been suffocated for 30, 40, 50 years. Get it out now while you got a shot. You know what I'm saying? So we were talking about costs between New York City uh, and Jersey. And you were talking about, you were. That I read recently they're building a new tunnel. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. There was a lot of money um, that was set aside. Um, you see, for those of you who don't know, right, um, northern New Jersey and New York City, because of the connectivity, they actually share a lot of revenue and a lot of costs in what they do, mm-hmm. right? A bridge, you know, if a bridge is going from one state to the next, right. that means that we got we to gotta conduct business. Yeah. I, the, the Port Authority, there's yes. Port Authority yes. of New, New York, York and, and New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, uh, and then uh, on the southern side of New Jersey, it's it's Camden, Cherry Hill, and Philly. Right. Right, right. So so New Jersey is like... That's it's, another state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It is. You know, it, it's, it's uh, when I was um, <clears throat> my very first year in college, um, right after you came here in, in 82, um, I was going to SUNY or Westbury. My, my, my classmate, my high school classmate, he was going to New York Tech uh, out in um, Brookville, right? Or Westbury. And Mark Biggs, uh, he was at Temple. And we took, we, 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 uh, we went, we, went so we said, yo, you know, we're going to Atlantic City. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Owen and I, Owen Henneman, uh, we met. Uh, uh, and we went to, we took the, the six, we took the train from, from Jamaica, mm-hmm. Jamaica, New York, downtown, get to Port Authority, took the bus down to Philly, a nice hour, 18 years old, 18 year old mm-hmm. kids taking a, a, a Greyhound bus. Oh my gosh, I want to do that again. Right? <laughs> I like to do that with my whole class. Right. Uh, uh, hour and 40 minutes down to Philly. And then uh, Mark's our roommate was living in Pemberton, Jersey, and we drove down there, went, did the boardwalk and all that stuff. So um, you could get everything you want. In the Northeast, you know yes, what I'm saying? Indeed. Now, if you could deal with the weather, mm-hmm. then you'd be all right, you know what I'm saying? But uh, besides that, but I was just um, looking back. When we look, because uh, I was having this conversation with Titus Lenhart, uh, and he, uh, and we were talking about the influential Virgin Islanders who were living in New York City, right? Of course, you know, it starts with the GOAT. Alexander Hamilton is a, is a right. GOAT, you know what I'm saying? The greatest of all time and what he did with banking. That's from the late 1700s. But when you look at this migration I was talking about with all of these Virgin Islanders, St. Thomas, St. John, St. Croix, who had roots, family. Um, the goal was to get to New York. 
know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, so we, there isn't a, a, a debt that we that we owe to New York, but uh, uh, it did provide um, some some avenues for uh, for us to evolve and uh, get us on the map. So uh, so that's good. Now we're dealing with uh, the Harvest Side uh, Rotary Club. First of all, uh, tell us about the Rotary Club, and then tell us about the different projects y'all are dealing with. Okay, so uh, we actually have four clubs here on St. Croix, mm-hmm. and Harborside is, is the youngest of the four. Uh, small but very active club. We do have a number of projects that we work on every year. Um, from We uh, feed the homeless at Lighthouse. Uh, we maintain the, the area by the parking lot downtown. Uh, just about every Thursday evening, uh, we go to YRC and meet with uh, the youth that are there. And, okay. You know, cover a number of different topics. Are they receptive to y'all coming there? Very much so. Okay, that's Very good. much so. Um, there's, I guess there's not a lot going on there like there used to be. So they're very um, happy when the people come in. And oftentimes we'll have specific topics. Uh, but a lot of times we just go in and let them talk about what they want to talk about. Uh, I know that we're working on the uh, the Malcolm X play that was at YRC, that was at um, the Caribbean theater. Community the theater. theater. Yeah, that was um, 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 Martin Luther King weekend, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, How'd that go? Uh, very well. Mm-hmm. And Lionel Downer, who's very active in uh, CCT and, and has been a member of our club, for donkey years, mm-hmm. shall we say? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he has the recording. Is, is that a is that a colloquial Caribbean thing, or or they, do they use that term in New York as well? They do not. Not, <laughs> not that I've ever heard. But there there was a, ter- a, a colloquial colloquial. Thank you. Yeah. That uh, was used at the Grammys recently. Mm-hmm. That I did. I, <laughs> I did hear, I heard that when I was in high school. So that was used in New Jersey also. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Donkey years. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Glenroy, where do you think we find that one from? Right? I love it, though. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if, you, if you didn't know that you were officially a Virginia, Liz, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, mm-hmm. it was just confirmed. <laughs> Well, thank okay. you for that. I, 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 like, <laughs> uh, I, I like that. So, so you mentioned the the smallness of your Rotary Club, mm-hmm. right? Where do you meet at and all that stuff? Uh, we were we were meeting at Comanche in mm-hmm. their conference room, and we thank Jack Pickle for that because he's let us meet there for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, out of the goodness of his heart. Uh, but because of the the road situation in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went back to Zoom meetings, and we were also meeting at Unity Church over in Castle Coakley. Okay, but we will be going back uh, to Comanche. I believe this coming week uh, okay, we'll be back good. there. That's good. Um, so yeah, so we're a small club, but you know we we try and um, stay very active in our community. We have um, we have a grant from our district to um, expand our agriculture program at John Whitson School, and that's Burl Wallace that's mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. And the school just opened this week, right? Just opened, yeah. yeah. So, so and, and that program, um, the, 
the students there will be growing uh, produce and uh, the plan is that they will be able to sell the produce. So that's exciting. So uh, the students will be able to uh, make some money. And I know that the funds raised are targeted to support the program. So, yo, yo, I got the best audience, man. <clears throat> and, of course, I got you know, the, my, the good deputies who sit in for me. So Dwayne Henry, who sits in for me, mm-hmm. uh, he, sends me, he sends me this. The audience, I know you're going to love this. He said, it turns out that although donkey's years is now more commonly used slang term when meaning a long time, right? Donkey's ears has been used that way too. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. The English humorous writer Edward Varel Lucas used the phrase that way in his novel Vermilion Box in 1916. So now I got to go read. You know what I'm there saying? There you go. Yeah, so, so this, is, this, is, this is awesome. You know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, donkey's ears are long. You know what I'm saying? So, so we good. Now, um, <clears throat> the, the, the Rotary Club, uh, the Harborside Rotary, how do you determine what projects you're going to support? Is it just members bringing it up to, to the leadership crew and and all that? How, how does uh, that work? To some extent, yes. But Rotary Rotary International has seven areas of focus. Okay. So um, we, you know, our our project should fit in with with one of the areas of focus, especially if we're we're going for grants because the grants have to apply. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're they're fairly wide. You know, and, um, maternal child health care, basic economic development. Uh, basic education, literacy, you know, the, so there's seven of them. So that, that, like I said, they're very, it's very broad. So there's a, a wide area. And then, um, you know, sometimes we'll have people from the community will say, hey, we need help. So, you know, the impetus of, of what we do comes from many areas. Okay. Now, um, this particular project that, that you're here to talk about today, mm-hmm. well, let's get into the details. Okay. Um, this is a, a combination of um, education and health? Yes. Go right yes. ahead. Um, actually, it was, I don't know, about six months ago. Uh, Rotary has what's called Rotary Action Groups. And they're kind of outside of Rotary, but it's, they're made up of Rotarians in specific um Areas of expertise. Mm-hmm. So the Rotary Action Group on Mental Health Initiatives did a webinar, which we watched, and they talked about the program at Boston Children's Hospital. And it's a training course uh, that is for uh, pediatric primary care physicians, family doctors, uh, physician assistants, and nurse practitioners. And the course is to train these medical providers on diagnosing mental health issues in children and teenagers. And it turns out the Boston's, Boston Children's Hospital, you know, and a, a number of organizations have done a number of studies. And what they found is that children and, and teens will have a mental illness, a mental um, deficiency 
for 10 years or more before they're diagnosed. Wow. And, and of the children that are diagnosed, it's only about 50% that are actually suffering from a mil- mental illness. So most people, most children, most teenagers are not being helped at all. And that's a serious problem. So the, the focus of the training at Boston Children's Hospital is to give the primary care, the people, the medical providers that children and teens see most often, mm-hmm. the skills to be able to diagnose and treat. So, um, you know, it's a widespread problem. And here, you know, we're, the, the pr- practitioners we have here for mental health illnesses um, you know, they're doing an incredible job, but there's too few of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So we need to be able to increase the capacity of people that can diagnose uh, children. So that's the aim of this program. So we have 20 scholarships available okay. for um, the medical providers here on St. Croix. And I'm sorry, St. Thomas, but, you know, we're a St. Croix club, mm-hmm. so... Uh, we're doing this for St. Croix. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that uh, somebody from one of the Rotary Clubs on St. Uh, is listening to the show, mm-hmm. and they're now going to you know get get the ball rolling and hopefully right. get themselves, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and we received a grant <coughs> from um, our district conference committee, because, uh, you know, we had the district conference here last year. Okay. And so, you know, the proceeds uh, of that, the committee has made grants available to the four St. Croix clubs. So uh, we were like... Rotary West, Mid-Island, Harborside. And Rotary Club of St. Croix. Rotary that, Saint that's Croix. the first club. That's so, the first club. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. All the others have extensions on okay. their name. Okay. Right. So uh, this is what we chose to do with those funds from the district committee. So um, I mean, 20... 20 uh, healthcare providers that have this skill. And one of the things that the Boston uh, Children's Hospital did, um, they, they did surveys of the people taking the course. And this is just one course. Mm-hmm. It's a five-hour course done in hour-long sessions. So, you know, people don't have to sit just for five hours. They can spread it over to fit their schedule the okay. best way they can. Okay. Um, one of the things that they did... Um, one of the surveys, they found that uh, primary care physicians, I'll just call them the medical providers, but uh, only about 30% of them felt confident in being able to diagnose a child or a teenager with a mental illness. Mm -hmm. When they finish the course, that number goes up to 94%. What? Incredible difference. Yeah, man. And... Uh, we're working, like I mentioned, the Rotary Action Group and also uh, the Rotary Club of Naples because they did a similar program and they gave scholarships, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they found, well, the, the medical uh, society there, up there found that um, medical providers treat about 1,000 youth a year. One medical provider will see 1,000 children or youth. In the Naples area? In the Naples area yeah. in a year. You know, now granted our population is much less, mm-hmm. but we have fewer medical providers. Yeah. So, you know, the number they're it, seeing. It, 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 could be, it could be similar because of, because, because right. of uh, the, the fact that we don't, we don't have the volume as relates to the 
to the providers on the right. professional side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, you know, even if we have the 20 medical <laughs> providers that finish the course and they can each diagnose just three young people a year, that's three people that wouldn't have had help. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's that. and that comes that would be 60, 60 children if mm -hmm. each one of yeah, them did three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the scholarships are based on what? Um, pretty much just sending in an application. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll we'll give out the twenty scholarships if we. And we're ad advertising this to all the high schools. No, uh, it's the medical providers. Me medical providers, okay. Yeah. Okay. We did do a press conference the other day. Um, it has been in the source and it's been on. on the radio mm -hmm. and here with you is great and we were on with dougie yesterday mm -hmm. uh, doug canton i don't know if he likes me calling him dougie no, <laughs> that's what we know him as growing yeah. up that dougie, okay. dougie canton from dougie. Up there, up in um, yeah. yeah and actually uh vi equicare is helping us out uh danelle soto mm -hmm. uh because they they have um the contact information for all the medical providers okay. here at St. Croix. So, so, so the scholarships are for for the training course the, at Boston Children's uh, Hospital. Oh, okay, okay. So, so what we're doing is we're we're providing support for our medical professionals here in the lo in, locally. And yes. and how long is the course? Uh, the the course is just five hours. Five hours. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, so this this is uh. This, uh, this, you can do this virtual or? It, it, yeah, it is a virtual it's, course. It's a virtual course. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Okay, yeah, good. and they can do, it's not like you have to sign in at a certain yeah, time. Yeah. They do it at, at, you know, when they are um, have time available. Okay, you got it. You got it. That's something um, Liz Coggins talking about um, a, a behavioral project uh, with our young, identifying uh, young people who may be in need of uh, medical assistance uh, dealing with mental uh <clears throat> mental health issues what have you we'll take a break and be back right after this Scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, 
rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here at Analysis. I'm just glad uh, we, um, Marisol hooked up my Miss, Miss uh, Goggins, right? With a G, not a C. That's right. Miss, Miss Goggins uh, with her New York uh, extended uh, link because you know, that's my thing. I, and I was born in New York, you know what I'm saying? So um, <clears throat> as I age, I'm starting to, you know, there was a time where everything for me was Miami, right? But now everything for me is New York, you know. So um, I was mentioning a conversation uh, that I had with uh, Titus Lenhart. I was telling him of one of the, the CUNY schools down there by uh, Grand Central Station, and I, I just found it. It is the uh, the school of uh, urban. Uh, I just want to make sure I get this out of the way. And I want to give a shout out to Senator Francis as well. It is the. The CUNY School of Labor and Urban Studies. That's down on 25 West 43rd Street. And I was telling him that when I came out, the Grand Central Station and you walk west, heading towards Times Square, um, you'd pass one of the CUNY schools. So that's the school it is. And um, uh, Senator Francis, uh, Novel Francis, he actually went to John Jay. You know John Jay is a, 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 a big, uh, <clears throat> uh, as it relates to justice, right? The big school. Uh, so I'll give him a shout out here. Uh, as well. Now back to, to medical services. For me, um, my my biggest frustration when I think of the medical profession, Ms. Goggins, is uh, centered around um, an announcement about 20 years ago, I'd say 21, 22 years ago, um, when um, the, I think it was Kevin Reams, and then the administration after that, um, they wanted to look at a medical school for St. Croix. I think Touro College, I think was the name of this, this, this school. And then uh, about 10 years later, uh, Senator, I mean, uh, President Hall spoke mm-hmm. about the medical school and the simulation center for St. Croix. Uh, in between that, you know, I met with um, the dean at uh, NYU um, because I'm looking outside right now and uh, one of the reasons why I believe a medical school could work even though this is just nature that I'm looking at. Uh, and education is about curriculum and making sure you have the resources. Um, <clears throat> is we have attributes in the, throughout the Virgin Islands that would uh, allow for us um, to, if we were to go to the medical profession, um, folks would want to live here. You know, you, you just spoke about it, right? You, know, you came here in 81 and you, you ain't leaving anytime now, right? Um, so we're talking about behavioral studies, 
right? Um, and Boston University, right? Um, and connectivity and all that. One of my frustrations stem from the fact that um, we need to use established institutes of repute. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, right? But um, And do something conjunctively with them that would benefit us and it would benefit them as well because um, the warm weather, that, that natural attribute that can be taken from us um, is something that would be attractive from a marketing standpoint for the BUs of the world because yes. yesterday I had on um, um, some ladies um, from the USDA and one of them, uh, they're based in Boston so I asked Miss Daggett um, you like the weather? She said, oh my God, I love it You know, <laughs> obviously, right? These are the things that we gotta use Miss um, exactly. um, right. Goggins it, it isn't just about what what you're <clears throat> accompli- what, what you're wanting to accomplish it's about how you get to that, the how part the intangibles, mm-hmm. talk about how, because uh, we're doing this thing virtually Right, but the reality is, I'm willing to bet the folks who may be uh, conducting the leadership uh, at at Boston University, if we were to fly them down this time of year, they want to do this in person. I'm I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. Yeah. You know. Um, and hey, if somebody wants to sponsor that, the club would gladly gladly organize it. Um, but yeah, we do. We have to take advantage of of our special uh, blessings here mm-hmm. in St. Croix. And, and one of the things, because uh, I was talking with um, Tita Encarnacion, Commissioner Encarnacion, um, and, um, and someone else were talking about healthcare. And I was mentioning it when I met, um, I was my first term in, as a senator, <coughs> uh, uh, I'll never forget 2006, uh, driving in New York City early in the morning to head down on the Lower East Side, and uh, meeting with um, the, with the doctor. I think his name is Rothstein, or I'll find it. Andrew is his first name. I'll find it. And and he mentioned, you know, with the y- y- y'all need to look at a specialty, and uh, and geriatrics might be a good approach because the weather is so perfect and all that stuff, right? Now we're talking mental health. To me, one of the things that is a counter to depression is setting. You follow what I'm saying? Uh, if you're in a in a in a congested area and you and, and you're trying to you know free your mind and 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 you're just feeling a lot of pressure and all that stuff. One of the things they always tell you is, "Yo, get away from people." You know what I'm saying? Uh, get into an environment that allows. You to think as you as you, as you freely, right? And and to me, this just looking at this vista right now, these are the things that we need to look at, Ms. Goggins. Mm-hmm. I, I must be. I know I'm a, I'm, I'm an optimist from this perspective, but I gotta be. You know, right. I, I you can't ignore what is given to you, and you must take advantage or maximize what you have. Exactly, exactly. And could I say, yeah, go ahead. Um, just to change the subject a little, could you call me Liz instead of Miss Goggins? Liz, I apologize. Thank you. I apologize. Thank so, you. So, you know, I, no, because I do the same thing too, so I apologize mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, so, so how do we market the Virgin Islands as a territory for initiatives of this nature? Because marketing is a big part of everything that you do. Um, yes. Well, for, for, this, for this 
specific initiative, um, you know, we do have an application form. Mm-hmm. It is very, very simple. It's, I mean, you don't have to put in a resume or anything uh, as long as you're licensed to practice here in the VI. And anybody who would like to get the application form, uh, they can email me at, and my name is spelled incorrectly here, but that goes back to AT&T when they set up my iPhone. Yeah. Uh, so the email for to get the application is Liz, L-I-Z-G-I-G-G-I-N-S at gmail.com. So like I said, my name, my name does not have two eyes it only has one but uh they spelt it wrong so anyway so it's so the actual spelling is g-o for my name for your they, name but, but they he, have it as giggins as opposed to giggins, giggins. yes okay. yes mm-hmm. so uh so they can email me there they can call uh 340-771-4420 or if somebody goes up on our facebook page uh rotary club of st croix harborside they can send us a message there. And then um, I'll just send out the the application form. And it's pretty... It's, it's a one-day deal? The, for the application? No, the for, actual course. Yeah, well, it's just five, five hours. So it's five hours, yeah. Right. So sometimes, so five hours on one, on one specific day? No, oh. it's an hour-long session. It's hour-long session. So they can do it at their own, their own time, okay. you know, so they don't have to sit mm-hmm. for a solid five hours. Okay. Uh, and they they do get digital copies. There are two two manuals, and one is the clinical manual for the for the practitioner, but then the second one is a toolkit, and within the toolkit uh, are different sections on depression, ADHD, um, anxiety, uh, a couple of others, and what the the practitioner will do is either make a copy of it or send it digitally to the parents or the guardian so that at home uh, the parent or guardian can be working with the child and they have they have the information in front of them and it's separated by age so there's for instance for depression it has for uh, depression from like 5 to 12 years old and then depression 13 to 17 years old and so the families get that because to treat a mental illness, it's just not in the doctor's office. Well, That's be ongoing. So how, how how do we accelerate the ability to diagnose? Well, that's that's what's in the training, yeah, you know. Okay. So that mm-hmm. that would be very technical. Yeah. Um, and because with some mental illnesses and the the level you do have to do prescriptions. And that's also taught taught Mm -hmm. in this training. And that's why it has to be only um, medical providers that can can do prescriptions Mm -hmm. can take the course. Why BU? What is it about BU um, that, that, I'm not knocking, Mm -hmm. you probably have a great program, but what is it about BU that was attractive to to Harborside? Well, actually, it's... um, Did they market themselves or did we reach out to them? It was actually, I learned about it uh, through the webinar from the Rotary Action okay, Group. Okay. And they have been working with Boston Children's Hospital. Okay, okay. So that's how Boston we found out about it. That's how we found yeah. out about it. Mm-hmm. And it's been very successful um, up in Naples. And uh, 
uh, actually across the country because this program, okay, the okay, training's okay. So, been so they, in the so, works for a so, while. So they've been doing this? Yes. And it's not limited to the, to the Boston area? This no, is outside no, of Boston? Right. Okay, good. Right. Boston, Children's Hospital. Are we looking at getting um, Wang Lui involved or, or, or Schneider? Or? Well, any of the physicians or, mm-hmm. or PAs or mm-hmm. nurse practitioners are more than welcome to take the course. You know, uh, we're not, we're no, not no, don't limited. Don't you think it would be good um, 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 if you have some communication institution to institution, just generally, or? Uh, I, I would say that would probably be up to the, the medical provider that mm-hmm. works there. Okay. Um, okay. They, they may take it further, which mm-hmm. would be great. Uh, but for our club, mm-hmm. that's, that's not something. That, what about the Department of Public Health? Um, the Department, I mean, Division of Public Health within the Department of Health. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, what about your, your group, uh, your entity, reaching out to them and letting them know that this is an initiative that you're trying to, to actually mm-hmm. you know, um, well, get, yeah. get a foothold of? Hopefully, hopefully they, between you know this discussion mm-hmm. and and going out in the media, they've heard about it. And like I said, VI Equicare is sending out information oh, yes, yes, to everybody yeah. on yeah. Saint Croix. Okay, good. No, no, no. no. That's I yeah. just want to make sure that the the, the the players who are dealing with mm-hmm. this um, uh, on a personal level, yes, are knowledgeable of what you're attempting to do, mm-hmm. um, uh, because um, they are. As we speak, even though it's a limited number, they are the professionals. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just advocating for for those who uh, are dealing with this on a day-to-day basis that they are aware of what you're attempting to do, which is, you know, uh, to be uh, commended. So, right. so this, uh, what's the timeline in terms of, uh, uh, let's say, if Neville James um, wanted to to, to, to be uh, a beneficiary of what you're offering, uh, apply for a scholarship. Mr. James, you've been successful. How does it? Where does it go from there? Uh, once who, we get, who will contact me to let me know? That that would that would be me. Okay, that's what I'm talking. <laughs> that would be me, yeah, uh, I, I, or I, one I, of the members of our club. Yeah, I, but I, once I, once the application, and it's pretty much. I mean, we're not going to judge applications because we're not asking that type of information. You know, like uh, we're. It's going to be like first come first serve. Mm-hmm. We have twenty scholarships available. So, and um, let's say we get 30 or 40 people want to apply, we'll go look for, for funding mm-hmm. from another source, um, you know, because the more people who are trained, the better it's going to be for our, for our youth. And, 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 and um, this is five hours in total. Five hours. And, 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 and they're, they're, they're five, one hour. Yes. Five one-hour sessions. Sessions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. What happens is once we get the application, um, I will send the the medical provider uh, a code, and they, they sign into Boston uh, General, Boston uh, Children's Hospital yeah. for the application, you know, for the, to sign up for the course. And it says apply code. You put in the code. You get the course for free. And then the hospital sends us an invoice, and we pay the hospital directly. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's, you know, we're giving somebody funds, and then they have to send it. We're handling all that. All they have to do is sign on, and uh, go into the course, and um, the payment is taken care of. <coughs> I'm looking at uh, 
Boston Children's Hospital. They got they got a number of centers. It's not it's centers. It's not limited to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is temporarily closed now, but I see uh, multiple locations. Um, five of them, right? So this this is big up in uh, up in the Boston area. Yes, Boston Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. So uh, Liz Goggins. Thank you. Right, <laughs> make sure I said this correctly. Right, uh, telephone number once again. Three four zero seven seven one. Four four two zero. Seven seven one four four two zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the the project once again by name. I it is our uh, youth mental health initiative. Youth mental health initiative. And uh, the name of the course is Building Bridges of Understanding. And the the manuals that I mentioned, mm-hmm. um, they are they will the. It's emailed, the, the PDF version of them is, will be emailed to mm-hmm. the people when they finish the course, yeah. and it's available in Spanish, and it's updated every year, and every year they'll get the updated manual. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend, President's Day weekend. Thank you, you and too. We'll, we'll talk to you sometime soon. That's Ms. Liz Goggins joining us here this morning with an uh, initiative um, for uh, mental health uh, uh, with all young people, and identity diagnosing them and providing a uh, uh, the requisite support. We'll take a break and be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. On Masterpiece. They're transferring me to start bomber training. You'll be flying. Over there. I don't think I'm ready. Neither did any of the women who came before you, and yet here we all are. My wife, she's pregnant. I wondered if I could go back. We all have people we're worried about, but we have a job to do. Is that understood? I think it started. All Creatures Great and Small, the season finale on Masterpiece. Tune in Sunday, February 18th at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. 